0: Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to another recap episode. Today, I'm going to be giving a recap of my interview with Angus Nelson, and I really appreciated angus and his openness and honesty and vulnerability so he told his backstory and he started his first business around age 28 and ended up behind the eight ball financially had to move into his parents basement and he was married at the time he's working 70 to 80 hour work weeks and his wife was frustrated obviously by that and essentially that led to him making a series of poor decisions poor choices So he turned to porn, then he ended up turning to alcohol because he felt ashamed about that and in short order started sleeping around and eventually, long story short, ended up losing his marriage and his business. And this was 2003, I believe he said he got divorced December 23rd maybe, 2003, and basically felt like he'd lost everything. And December 25th, which obviously is Christmas day of 2003, he was sitting by the Christmas tree and ready to take his own life. And really, he didn't obviously do that, but that's what began him on his quest to rediscover himself. And so he dug into personal development, he ended up going to Alabama, he got remarried, and he found himself being a dad blogger and into social business marketing. And he has a twin brother, identical twin brother, who happened to be the head of social media at Salesforce. He ends up going to this conference, South by Southwest and pretending to be his twin brother and and getting to meet people like Gary Vaynerchuk and all kinds of other big names in the industry. And essentially, he gets hired to work with Fortune 500 brands. Essentially, he ends up working with 74 of them and having calls with executives. And he started to see patterns and he started to see that he had a gift for coaching. So 2016, he left that company and eventually he slowly crafted his own model. And so now he is a men's coach. He helps coach men and help them maximize their potential, essentially. And I asked him a question about how, especially when he's working with the Fortune 500 executives, there's a lot of guys who appear to have it all together. They have a big house. They have a nice car. They have a beautiful wife and family. It seems like they have everything together on the outside, but yet they're still not happy and they're not fulfilled. And the reason is because people think that, oh, once I get this, I'll feel validated. Once I get the big house, once I get the nice car, once I marry the beautiful woman. But it's all surface level and it's coming from a place of lack and we're trying to use that as a validating mechanism so people have a certain perception of us. So most men do that out of fear. They don't feel worthy. They feel like they have imposter syndrome. And so that's why they're going and trying to chase all these things. But ultimately it's got to be an inside job. You can't have external things validating you, you have to internally do it. And he talked about how men used to work together in society and how we are wired for brotherhood and how we need other men in our lives to validate us. We need other men to tell us that we are worthy and to encourage us and to uplift us and to inspire us. Because men are not meant to do life alone, which a lot of guys do in today's modern world. It's easy to hide, it's easy to not talk to people, it's easy to just tell them surface level, oh I'm fine, and when you're really not And so just one of the reasons why Angus and I fully believe this as well, that men need other men in their lives and they need other high caliber men in their lives if they want to maximize their potential. And he referenced a really great quote I love from Jim Rohn. He said, the difference in people's lives are the books that you read and the people you associate with. And I asked him, well, how do you find other high caliber guys if you don't know any? What do you do, right? And he said, basically, you become better yourself because you're going to attract other high level people around you when you do that. Like attracts like. I asked him about investing in himself because obviously, I already mentioned 2003, he lost his business, lost his wife, lost pretty much everything. And he was at the point of being ready to take his own life. So, how did he turn that around? And, you know, what role has investing in himself played in that and essentially he said like it's been everything because he tried for a long time to do stuff by himself you know maybe buy some courses and whatever but 2018 is when he hired his first coach and it was a game changer changed everything and now he's hired tons of coaches he has coaches for all different areas of his life for his business for his health for other things and it's just incredibly important and i want to point that out because this is a massive pattern that Virtually every guest I've interviewed, and the more successful they are, the easier it is to see this pattern, that they didn't do it by themselves. They invested in themselves, they bet on themselves, and that's how they went to the next level. And then they did it again, and again, and again. It's my own story as well. You will never be able to maximize your potential by yourself. It's just not possible. You need other people, and in particular, other high-caliber men around you coach you, to encourage you, to hold you accountable, to inspire you, and a million other things. So I want to point that out because I too, for several years, struggled a lot because I tried to do it on my own. I didn't want to admit that I needed help to go to the next level. I wanted to just, you know, give me a course or something. Let me do it on my own and I'll figure it out and I'll figure out how to go to the next level by myself. But it's backwards thinking. I asked him about some of his best habits. He said, being curious about everything and asking questions. And those are two really great skills that I think are are vastly underrated, being curious and asking great questions. And lastly, of course, I asked him what his definition of an extraordinary man is. He said, you know, it looks a little bit different for each man, but it's a man who has nothing to gain, nothing to prove, and nothing to lose. No ego, no agenda, and he's a powerful person and a light in a dark place. And you can go connect with Angus and check out some free resources that he has over on his website, angusnelson.com. Guys, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Extraordinary Man podcast. Here's the thing, you're never gonna maximize your potential on your own. So I'm personally inviting you to come and join me in the private Extraordinary Man Facebook group so you can level up your business and your life. Just head over to Facebook and type extraordinary man into the search box and it will show up as the first result. Iron sharpens iron and this is the number one place for you to connect with me and other like-minded men who are on a mission to maximize their potential. My goal is to help you become the man God created you to be in all areas of your life. So come and join us in the Facebook group and upgrade your business and your life. I'll see you on the next episode.